This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. And welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. Taiwan has outperformed most economies around the world since the pandemic began. But now, rising COVID cases and war-induced inflation are weighing on people's minds and pockets. James Chater surveys the scene. Taiwan's economy grew 3.06% in the first quarter of this year, surpassing most experts' predictions. Technology exports continue to buoy figures, but growth in the first three months of 2022 was the slowest since the pandemic began, and rising domestic COVID cases are dampening prospects. Inflation triggered by war in Ukraine is depressing economic forecasts globally, and Taiwan's situation is compounded by its largest trading partner, China, scrambling to contain a COVID outbreak. 165 million people are currently under some form of lockdown across China. Experts say Taiwan is not immune from economic contagion. Over the past two years, Taiwan's economy has withstood pandemic pressures well, with high demand for semiconductors shielding it from economic decline. But does that story of resilience mask a more sober reality? I think it is not only a Taiwan uh, case. It's, um, um, I would say, well, the worldwide uh, phenomena. Well, I'm afraid we, we might have a so-called lost generation uh, during the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. Breaking down unemployment figures reveals where that economic pain is really being felt. Unemployment in Taiwan across the board stands at 3.6%. But for people aged 20 to 24, that soars to 12.47%, well over three times the average. The Taiwan uh, government, they, they should really pay attention uh, to the uh, to the life chance and also the labor market chance of this uh, generation. But for now, despite evident headwinds, the overall picture appears promising. Daily COVID cases in Taiwan have now risen beyond 10,000 for the first time, and the government warns that that's set to increase. Navigating this new environment will be a true test of Taiwan's economic resilience. Chris Maher and James Chater for Taiwan Plus. When Taiwanese people think of China's incursions, they typically assume it involves Chinese warplanes entering Taiwan's air defense identification zone. But there is another kind of incursion that's affecting Taiwan's coastlines, sand dredging. As Bing Wang reports, it's another move to exhaust Taiwan's military defenses. At the crack of dawn, Taiwan's Coast Guard races to intercept a Chinese ship from dredging sand in Taiwan's waters. The ship was spotted 90 nautical miles off the coast of the southern city of Tainan. The Coast Guard seen here boarded the Chinese ship and took its crew into custody. Here, the Chinese ship was made to return sand it had dredged back into Taiwan's coast. Taiwanese officials say China's illegal sand dredging is a campaign to exhaust Taiwan's defenses without resorting to open combat, much like Chinese incursions into Taiwan's air defense identification zone. The sand dredging is also harmful to Taiwan's marine environment and damaging local fish industries. In 2020, 
Taiwan expelled nearly 4,000 Chinese sand dredgers. In 2021, the number dropped down to around 650. This year, the Coast Guard has so far expelled around 40 ships. The downward trend is likely because of new laws that impose a jail sentence of seven years on offenders and a fine of 100 million NT dollars or 3.4 million US dollars. But some say the penalties should be higher. While the number of trespassing Chinese sand dredgers has gone down, Taiwan's Coast Guard is beefing up its resources, with 100 more boats expected over the next decade. Backed up by stricter laws, they hope to deter further Chinese encroachments. Patrick Chen and Bing Wang for Taiwan Plus. Taiwan is taking new steps to improve road safety. The southern city of Kaohsiung is cracking down on drunk drivers, while lawmakers are pushing new rules to fight reckless behavior behind the wheel. Eric Gao has the details. Naming and shaming. This website reveals the identities of five repeat drunk drivers in the southern Taiwan city of Kaohsiung, which has become the second city to adopt the tactic under a new drunk driving law that took effect in late March. Last year, Taiwan recorded 318 deaths related to driving under the influence, 35 of those in Kaohsiung, prompting the local government to step up measures. It's not just driving under the influence that's receiving stricter controls. Taiwan's government is also looking to expand penalties for dangerous driving overall, with a plan to increase maximum possible fines from 800 US dollars to 1,200 and to include more offenses like illegal U-turns, reversing in traffic, and driving the wrong way. Damon Lin and Eric Gao for Taiwan Plus. It's another record for Taiwan with nearly 12,000 new local cases of COVID-19 reported on Friday. With infections continuing to rise, the government has granted emergency use authorization to Pfizer's COVID vaccine for minors. It joins the Moderna vaccine on the list of shots approved for children. Authorities are also set to introduce a new system for evaluating COVID patients. After a positive test, a health evaluation form will be sent via text message, allowing medical personnel to decide who requires hospital treatment. People in Taiwan are rushing to buy an herbal treatment for COVID symptoms. Supplies are running low as case numbers hit record highs. Practitioners of traditional Chinese medicine are working to secure more doses. Meanwhile, Taiwan's campaign to vaccinate minors is gathering steam. John Van Trieste has the details. Across Taiwan, people worried about the recent COVID surge are turning to traditional medicine for COVID treatment. It's a compound of 10 herbs that's been shown to ease COVID symptoms. And with the government subsidy covering the cost, it's become especially popular, leading to shortages. Practitioners of traditional medicine also warn that the herbal compound only treats COVID. It doesn't prevent it. Healthy people who try taking it could see a range of side effects. The National Association of Chinese Medicine Practitioners says it's working with factories to secure more doses. It expects the shortage to ease in May. This is also when efforts to vaccinate children under 12 will get a significant boost. Taiwan has approved the use of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine for children aged between 5 and 11. Over 2 million doses for them are expected to arrive in mid-May. 
Doctors are using data collected overseas to reassure parents' concern about serious side effects like heart problems. In the past year alone, nearly 3,000 primary school students in Taiwan have had COVID. Officials expect vaccination to keep this number from climbing and stop the disruptions to school that COVID has brought with it. Ricky and John Van Trieste for Taiwan Plus. Now we turn to a very different COVID situation in China. Beijing has closed schools and other public spaces starting on Friday. Authorities are continuing to test 22 million of the city's residents for COVID-19. On Thursday, only 49 new cases were reported in the Chinese capital, but authorities are determined to avoid a repeat of the situation in Shanghai. That city has been in a near total lockdown for weeks following tens of thousands of positive cases. Right now, more than 20 cities across China are undergoing some form of lockdown as the Chinese government persists with its zero COVID policy. The russet sparrow is a must-see for bird watchers in Taiwan, but the species is now in danger of dying out. One group of environmentalists is hoping to change that by proving humans and sparrows can live together in harmony. Feel Wang has the story. The sparrow may not be the flashes of birds, but these russet sparrows are known in Taiwan for how they sound. Once found throughout the country's mountainous regions, they now number less than a thousand. Rosette sparrows are smaller than their city-dwelling cousins, and they prefer to nest on hillside trees in quiet areas. But deforestation has seen much of their previous habitat disappear. Now a group of volunteers in Jiayi, southern Taiwan, are working to help revive the species by putting up artificial homes. The artificial nests are now being used to encourage other species to return to their old habitats. With somewhere to now call home, there is more secure future for recess sparrows and other species. Kama Shi and Theo Wing for Taiwan Plus. Thank you for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ika Vat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com. Mm-hmm.